Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea, no tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no to the local color serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Hey, welcome everybody. Hi, I am Jory and the Coffee Psychic. And we are going to welcome you to the show tonight. This is uh, your second connection right here at Blog Talk Radio. We, I, you know, I want to tell you guys, I wasn't able to make the show last week because I was doing a house clearing with my daughter, Terry. And this house clearing was with um, some friends of the family, of Terry's family and my grandson's family, very close uh, friends. And uh, I want to say this ahead of time. We are we are definitely going to have Dave Gunning, our astrologer, master astrologer, on tonight in a little bit. But we also want to touch base with you guys and let you know what happened with that clearing. It was very interesting. Uh, Nicole and Linda were at their house, and um, it kind of went over as sometimes haunted locations will. So we are going to uh, welcome... Uh, Nicole and Linda here, and um, 
let me grab Linda's number here and let's see if it because it was very interesting clearing. So, <clears throat> hi, is this Linda? Hi. Hello. Is this Linda? Yes, it is. Hey, Linda, is welcome Linda. to the show. Thanks for coming on tonight. Oh, thanks for inviting me. You bet, you bet. Now, is Nicole going to be able to join us? Um, she was at work. I'm not sure if she's off yet. So she was going to try. I don't know if she's going to be able to get to it. <laughs> okay, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. So, you know, um, I know we came to your house last week. It ran over. And, again, it just it just happens that way. But um, so I wanted to, we were hoping to get on last week, right after the clearing. But, you know, right. as, time, as time would have it, everything happened. So would you share with our listeners, Linda, you live in Indiana. Correct. And can you can you tell tell us what was happening at your house? Because you know when I go in there, I, I don't like to know anything. And uh, but what was happening at your house that had it haunted? Um, we we built this house to be honest with. Well, we did build this house in 2003, and shortly after we moved in, there was like strange things happening, and my husband kept saying, "No, there's nothing going on, nothing going on." Well, lights would turn on by themselves. The TVs in the house would turn on and off by themselves. Doors would open and close wow. by themselves. So um, for a while there, he kept saying it was me, it was me. So then the one day I was sitting at Uh-oh. the table. <laughs> what was you? Hang on a second. What was you? <laughs> that, it, it was just I mean, did he say you, it was your imagination or something? Yeah. So, oh, no. I, I mean, the kids kept hearing their names being called. And then one day I was sitting at the kitchen table, and he's in the uh, uh, the family room reading the newspaper, and the light turns on as he's sitting there. And I go, I said, I, I, I said, see, I told you there's something in this house. So wow. he's like, oh, it, it's just a fluke. You know, maybe there's something wrong with the light. Um, well, the one day I was out in the garden, and he came outside. I was messing with the garden, and he came outside asking me, if um, Danielle, our youngest daughter, had her girlfriend over, I go, no, she doesn't have anybody over. And he goes, yes, she does. And I go, no, she doesn't. He goes, well, I saw her girl standing right behind her. She's got somebody over. I said, oh, no. I said, no, no, she didn't have anybody over. And when he asked Danielle, and Danielle looked at him like he was, you know, losing it. But um, wow. we've been in here going, it's going on 12 years, and there would be times that um, I would wake up and there would be some man standing over me trying to talk to me, and um, it's try to talk to Nicole, I know a couple times it's called her name, but just things, shadows in the house, um, the last month and a half, we've been having such bad luck, it's just been, it was ongoing, I just saw it. Every day, every day, every day, something was happening. I thought I was just losing my mind. So, wow. and that's when I, um, talk, you know, talked to Terry, your daughter, and asked if she could come and um, bless the house because I was just about ready to lose it. And that's when you told her you would come in and help us. And that's when you helped us um, get rid of what was in here. Um, wow. I mean, they re- they didn't really do anything harmful to us. But it just seemed yes. like the kids were kind of freaked out by it. 
And my son and daughter, my son didn't even want to sleep here when he came visiting. He was kind of um, skittish about sleeping in the spare bedroom because his wife saw something like, you know, um, flying kind of like an orb or something in the bedroom that was kept going back and forth all night long. So, but I really thank you for coming here. It's been kind of, it's been quiet since, you know, you've been here. Um, thank you, thank you. And that's that's the good news we like to hear because, you know, when you come in there. Now, I saw plenty of things in your house, and I so I just want to share with you, we can go over some of these details again. I know that I saw like a vortex in the front room, and it felt like there were some college kids there. And I know that there was a... Uh, clearly there was a man downstairs. I believe his name was John. Do you remember that? Right, right. You said, and I believe that's probably the guy that I kept seeing over my bed when I'd be waking up. Yes, yes. I remember asking you, was there somebody that was watching you in your bedroom, and you said yes. And and then I remember the guy, uh, you know, just not wanting to leave. And I think he even kind of forgot or he didn't realize that he was actually in your house. Now, there right. was another man that was in your house that I believe owned the property like when it was farmland. Right. So felt him first. And then the other guy, clearly, he was very clear. He wasn't going to leave. Then we got him to leave. So that was good. And then, now, I think the the part that was very interesting, Linda, was the fact that you had your your daughter Nicole is very psychic, very intuitive. So the fun part was her room was what completely clear of spirits. Right. And right. She didn't clear. Right? She didn't so, put up all the other things in the house. She just did it for her room. And her. Room. <laughs> oh my God, that girl is so smart. So she does some metaphysical things. She has her own bedroom. She's got crosses. She's got holy water. She's got all of the protection up in her room. So when I was walking through the house, I I don't know. I didn't know it was her room, and I was going like, well, there's no one in here. This room is clear. And uh, and of course, then she's laughing. But you know, then we got to go in and see. Oh my God, she's got the most amazing collection of pictures up on every single wall. I don't think I could see a piece of wall at all. I don't know. Just You're beautiful. Kidding. I know, right, but every single spiritual thing that she could have there, she had. So she was completely protected. So if people wonder, do your crosses work? Do the holy water, does the holy water work? Does, you know, um, whatever else she was using, you know, blessing your room, it works because in your house that room was like the clearest room, the clearest room. I think, yeah, yeah, and I think she learned a lot from your daughter, too, by talking to her. And um, I think she kind of, I think she just had enough because she would tell me when she would go to bed, she would be hearing them calling her. And it's like, yeah. I think she just got tired of it. And um, yeah. so, so she did something about it, but she forgot to mention to me that she was doing something about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only it's thing. Like, what about us? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. Well, you guys literally, it was kind of interesting, you guys literally saw the rocking chair in your front room rocking by itself one time, right? Right. Right. We, I and mean, then your we husband see... saw things. Go ahead. 
Well, I mean, we've been seeing things all along, and that's when he kept doubting me until the day he saw that little the girl standing behind Danielle. I mean, he just thought it was one of her friends, and then he finally realized it was, you know, there was something in this house. And yeah. then he stopped yeah. doubting me. Yeah. Well, he, he's a, he's a, a very fun character, your husband. I want to let you know that. Nice guy. Heck of a nice man. <laughs> and, and I remember you guys were saying that you guys were literally looking outside the window and you were able to see see people outside, too. So it's really interesting that you had the activity uh, inside the house and outside. Yeah. And um, so so how are things since we did the clearing? How did you feel? Because when I do the house clearings, I like to uh, have everyone participate so this way you guys know what to do in the future. So how was it when you did the clearing with us, Linda? What did you learn, and how does it feel since uh, we did the clearing? Um, it I've learned a lot, and I learned, because um, Terry said, too, to do it ourselves also every now and then. But, um, I mean, it seemed like some things have really calmed down here. He, I told you he was on strike for, it was going on three months. And today they finally reached a deal, so they're hopefully going to be getting back to work like soon, soon. Um, so here's another question. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this in. I remember we were talking about teaching you how to do the red tapered candle upside down to right. remove and change the negative energy around you. So did you do it? We both did it. Him and I both. He did it kind of his own version because I think he was real clumsy with the candle, but he did it too. We did the three candles wow. like you told us. And the black one, we had trouble finding a pure black one. Nicole finally found that we haven't burnt it yet, but are we supposed to do the okay. same exact way like we did the red? Well, we can Well, we can talk about that, that black one at a, at, at a different time. Okay. Um, I okay. think the important thing was the red taper candle upside down. We did those. Uh, we did those. Which was one that removed the negative hurt. energy, and now here your husband's going back to work. That's what we were looking for. Right. Right, I thank you. I thank you so much for that because I was just—I mean, I was ready to lose it. And Nicole oh, did hers. You looked like you were ready to lose it. I mean, I remember sleeping, and well, you saw that. You felt that. So, um, yeah, we. She did the red ones too. Um, we still have two out of the house that we have to when they get home from school. There, they will be doing them also. Um, Beautiful. So just so you know, nothing else like you said negative comes towards us. Yes, and red brick dust in front of your doorsteps, things like that. So, um, wow, that's fantastic. I'm really, I'm really glad to hear that. I'm glad we were actually able to give it a week anyway, Linda, because you know uh, when we do the clearings, uh, it you know well, I mean it happens right away anyway. Once you get those guys out of the house. Uh, there were some very, very cool things that I'd seen in your house. And the spirits were all willing to go. It was very great. I mean, sometimes the crazy thing is when you're sitting there working with these dead people, and I feel pretty sad for them, but sometimes they don't realize they're dead. And right. that's going to be hard because then they're actually losing time where they, I mean, there's no time on the other side, so let's talk about that. There's no time on the other side, so really are they losing time? Not really but uh, they're just in a state of confusion, and they need to go on to a different space so they can, you know, move forward and reincarnate if they want or not, but just to go with their spiritual progress. So 
Right. That was really wonderful. And uh, I'm glad you did the red, red tapered candle uh, thing because I talk about that on the show all the time. And it's amazing what happens. It, it clears the negative energy. It, it, it makes things move forward. I mean, it's fantastic. It, it so. is. I, you know, like I said, we did it the same night, and um, Nicole finally did hers. So beautiful. we got that done. Beautiful. And I really appreciate beautiful, that beautiful. too. <laughs> all right. Well, you're so welcome. <laughs> Well, you know, we have another guest on tonight, Linda, and I don't know if you want to uh, talk to him or, or wait or ask him. His his uh, name is Dave Gunning. He's my master astrologer friend. And okay. um, he comes on the show all the time. And um, I I don't know if you wanted to uh, hang on and ask yeah, him a question sure. a little Cause bit. Because actually, to be honest with you, I am the sign of Taurus. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. That's so great. Well, oh why don't we, why don't we welcome, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, let's welcome Dave on the show right away then, and then he can uh, he can uh, talk to you about that. Hey, Dave. Yes, I'm here. Hey, Hello. have you been listening in to our, our investigation I, that we did last week? Yes, I've been listening to the last few minutes. Very interesting. Well, isn't it interesting that Linda is actually a Taurus? Yes. <laughs> Fits in perfectly with the show tonight. It does, it does. To be honest, I just pulled it up, and I'm like, oh, I'm a Taurus. My birthday's coming go. up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, if this is the time of Taurus, we moved into Taurus on April 20th, and we'll be in Taurus until like around uh, May 21st, somewhere in that range. And then we move into Gemini. Nice, nice. Well, Linda, do you have a specific question that you want to ask Dave? Or Dave, even looking at Linda having a haunted house, does any of that would any of that fit for any other Tauruses, or do you think it was just an isolated situation that you know Linda's a Taurus and she has a haunted house? Anything that there well, could be a connection with you know, that? Or haunted houses can appear can be a part of anybody any sign's uh, life, but I do think somebody who has a very strong and sensitive Neptune in their chart, or even Pluto, but especially Neptune, is going to have a lot of these kind of experiences uh, where they see ghosts and they they may have poltergeist activity. It's usually associated with Neptune or Pluto, especially Neptune. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know Linda's, I don't know uh, Linda's chart, but uh, I would guess a lot of people who have who are very spiritual, very sensitive, and have hauntings, may have a very strong Neptune in their chart. That's very interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. And uh, so then we can even ask what the other Taurus is calling up tonight if uh, if they've had any spiritual uh, spiritual activity as well. Um, yeah. So so Linda, do you wanna uh, do you wanna ask Dave a specific specific question because we're gonna start taking other callers from other. Um, uh, guest tonight. So is there something specific uh, that you'd like to ask Dave? I just want to know if, if everything's going to start being all right for, I mean, me and my family. It's just been, like I said, it's just been absolutely horrible for the last couple months where, ask Jory, mm-hmm. I, I, I was almost in tears by the time she got here last week, just ready to lose it. That would be okay, have, you ever, have you ever had question. your chart done, Linda? Uh, maybe many, 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 many years ago. Okay. You know, obviously, um, 
when we do these quick readings, I, I just go by the person's sun sign, but it's a lot more than just the sun sign. It's their whole chart. Yeah. So to really answer something as specific as that, I, I would probably need to uh, have more information from you. Uh, Neptune is in its own sign of Pisces right now, and we're seeing a lot more of these kinds of occurrences, uh, a lot more sensitivity toward uh, spiritual things, spiritual uh, kind of uh, activity in homes and things like that. And people are becoming much more sensitive, much more intuitive to their surroundings and to other people. So I don't know if it's just, um, I don't think it's necessarily uh, specific uh, or geared toward just Tauruses. It's all, all signs are experiencing this right now because of the, where Neptune is in the heavens. It's in, it's in its own sign of Pisces, and that makes it very, very powerful. The Neptunian energy is very strong, and that's uh, Neptune is the one planet that does not like to be grounded on the Earth plane. It's much more comfortable in the realms of the psychic, the intuitive, the astral plane, um, the realm of ghosts and spirits and, and things like that. Okay. Wow. Wow. Really? Very cool. Very cool. Wow. Well, I I hope that's helpful, Linda. And you know, and again, maybe you could use a a, a full chart done. Maybe you can use a psychic reading as well. Um, right. I let people know, and I'm gonna um, push my number real quick. If anyone needs a full in-depth reading, because again, you guys know we can only get to a real quick question here. You can give me a call at two one nine. Nine four zero ninety two ninety two. Again, that number is two one nine nine four zero ninety two ninety two. You can check me out on coffeepsychic dot com. And then, Dave, how can people reach you so they can get that chart done? Okay, they can reach me in two ways. They can each they can um, reach me on my uh, website, which is www.planetaryvibrations.com or through my email address, which is astro, A-S-T-R-O, astrogunning, G-U-N-N-I-N-G, at sbcglobal.net. Beautiful, beautiful. Hey, Linda, I want to say thanks for joining us um, in the early part of the show tonight. Yeah, and if you want to still hang on there, you should be able to hear us through your computer, but I can just put you on hold here, and then you can just finish listening in, okay? Okay, thanks. All right, thanks, Linda. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, bye. All right. So, you know, uh, for all of you guys that are calling in tonight, we've got a lot of callers online, so we want to make sure we get to all of you guys. Um, you, Everyone knows that Dave joins me every uh, last Wednesday of the month. So, Dave, thank you. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, Dave is a master astrologer, and, you know, every month we talk about the sign that the month is in, of course. Tonight is Taurus. Uh, so, Dave, can you tell us uh, some of the qualities that Tauruses are famous for? Okay. If they have their sun sign in Taurus or if they have several planets in Tauruses, Tauruses are very grounded, very stable, very earthbound. Uh, they're security conscious. Uh, they're very okay. concerned about money and finances. And they live life through their five senses. They they make really great connoisseurs of food and wine, and they have really good, strong, sensitive taste buds. Uh, they are really great in the visual arts, great in music. A lot of the, your greatest singers 
because Taurus rules the throat of the person's wow. body. And yeah, and so some of your great singers, uh, you know, like Mario Lanza, Barbara Streisand, Caruso, they're all Tauruses. And they are a very practical sign, very stubborn sign, very determined. Okay. Um, if you tell them they can't do something, they will try to prove you wrong because they are very, very, uh, very determined, strong will. Um, wow. But they they can be stubborn like a bull too, like the you know the symbol that represents the Taurus is Taurus the bull. Okay. So it's not the bull in the china shop. <laughs> <laughs> they can be if, they're, if they're, they you know if they're hard to. It's not like an Aries where they're just, you know, Aries tend to be very fiery all the time. Tauruses are generally very calm and placid, but it's, it takes them a long time to get their temper up. But once you get their their temper up, their anger up, boy, that then they are like a bull in a china shop, you know. So you have to be careful that you don't get their, you know, they can, they're very, very strong that way. So uh, some other people who are Tauruses are like, uh Carmen Electra, George Clooney, President Truman was a Taurus, and Orson Welles, great actor. Jimmy Stewart, great actor, was a Taurus. Yeah, so a lot of Tauruses around, but they are really great in at at singing. And I think even yeah, Fred Astaire, the great dancer, was a Taurus too. So they're really great in the arts. Wow, wow, wow. Well, um, you know, before we got going here, um, I want to mention this. We were talking about pets, and I had just gotten a a puppy not too long ago, and you were saying that you were looking for some kittens. So Mm -hmm. uh, if anyone's in Illinois and they have some kittens, uh, you might be interested. Is that correct? Yes, um, we had cats before, and this was back in 2010. Both of them that same year passed away. They were, and they were, they died of natural causes. They were like, one of them Aww. was like 18 years old, the other one was 17 years, eight months old, and they were, they were, you know, they were wow. just getting up there in age. And, you know, we both are cat lovers, my wife and I. And the only problem we haven't really gotten a cat since then is I, my wife has. Uh, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease and Uh-oh. when you know when you have cats and especially long-haired cats that a cat mm-hmm. dander that you know that that's very hard on Donna's breathing my wife's breathing so wow. we've been very hesitant but she's willing to try again um because and we both miss cats we want cats she really wants a dog too, and I'm I'm at a point. You know, I like dogs, but I just don't feel I'm at a time in my life where I want to put out that kind of effort. To t- I, mean, I love dogs; they're great, great pets. But I'm really looking yeah. more for a cat, uh, like a kitten, uh, female kittens, like in the same litter. And mm-hmm. if I could, I really would really like to know their birth information too, just just their birth dates when they were born. Yeah. But um, we had a couple cats. That would be, we're, we're kind of ready for it. And everybody's been telling us we need to get an animal. We need to get an animal. Aww. So maybe it's that time again. Yeah, it is. You'll know it because that's what happened for me. I, I just knew it. 
And it was it's just it just happened. So if anyone's out there that has and I know you mentioned that you really would like a white one of them to be a white kitten. So if anyone mm-hmm. does have some uh kittens or if you've got a pregnant cat and and you're uh looking to um pass some of the kittens on, you know, again, Dave, what's your what is your uh email again that they can contact you at? It's Astro A S T R O Gunning, G U N N I N G, one word. Astrogunning at sbcglobal.net. They can just contact me through my email address, and we can we can talk. You know, um, yeah. If they're not too far from where I live, and uh, we can we can talk. Uh, maybe we can arrange something because we're kind of looking around. We're kind of in the market for that right now. Beautiful. You know, and you had said before we get to the listeners here, you had said that. Um, you wanted their birth dates. Can you really tell yes. from their personality um, yes. that their birth dates? Oh, yeah. yeah um, charts, cats have, all animals have horoscopes as well, you know. And I don't necessarily think that the person who has a cat, most people are not going to know the, or remember or even keep track of the time of birth. But if they if they did, that would be even better. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, our two cats, one was a Aries, one was a Pisces, and they exemplified their charts. We knew their charts. They exemplified their charts exactly. And, wow. it's, you know, you can see ahead for your cat as well. So you can do charts for animals as well as humans. Well, I've got to tell you, my I've got three sisters, and they were born, I believe it was September 27th or September 26th. And um, the reason I know is that I was in a pottery class and I put it on the bottom of their dog dish so I would never forget. There you go. So what, for September, what is that? what would that look like for them, Dave? Well, if, what did you say September? What was their birthdays? September, I believe it's 20. I'm going to take a peek here. I believe it's September 26th or 7th. Oh, no, September okay. 2nd. There we go. I saw the two. September 2nd. Oh, September 2nd. Okay. Yes. So that, that makes them a, a Virgo. Uh, okay. I thought you were saying like Librans because they're at the end of September. Uh, okay. Virgos, um, well, it's not going to be easy for Virgos from the standpoint that Geminis and Virgos and Sages and Pisces, all, those, all the mutable signs are... Uh, being affected by Saturn and Sagittarius, so uh, and then Neptune and Pisces opposing uh, Virgos. But it all depends on what, when the birthday is. September second is a little bit later in the sign of Virgo, so they're not being okay. affected by Saturn right now. But Neptune might be coming up and opposing their sign. So, well, you know, it's, Virgos have to be careful. But they have Jupiter. Virgos have Jupiter and Virgo this year too. So that'll help to ease some of the stress caused by Saturn and Neptune. Well, could it be that I already have another kitten that came into the group, and um, he was born in January, uh, later part mm-hmm. of January. Oh, that's funny. So he he's probably an Aquarian, isn't he? He was I think he was born January 29th. That's Aquarius, yes. Okay. And, and so he and I get along a, famously. Yeah. Aquarians are, they had a rough patch last few years but they're they're coming out of it now aquarians are doing a lot better because they had saturn squaring their sun sign in scorpio but now saturn's in sagittarius so 
Aquarians are starting to they're they're starting to emerge now. They're I remember I I'm an Aquarius. My wife's an Aquarius, and we both in some ways hit oh, a wall last year. Yeah, it was it was a rough yeah. patch for us the last few years. So it's it's getting better for Aquarians. Good, good. Yeah, I was wondering if my cats would have been going through a bad time because they had other animals that had come into the house and they were being confronted with the other animals coming into their space. Yep. Well, if they're an Aquarian cat, they had it they had it rough too, probably. So, but again, like oh, humans, they they emerge. You know, they come out of it. Nothing wow, is forever beautiful. with astrology. You know? No, no. Well, you know what? So we have. So we have. Uh, we're going to go to the callers right now. We have several okay. callers, and so we're going to ask you guys if you get asked just one question, and then Dave can give you uh, a brief answer, so we can make sure that we get to everybody. And then, um, and then, of course, you guys know we're going to give Dave's um, information out again, so you guys can get a full, in-depth chart. So, Dave, let's see who's on. Uh, let's see who's on the call. Okay. Okay. Hi, welcome, caller. Who is this? Hello? Hi, yes, who is this? Hi, this is Amla. How are you? Oh, Amla, good, good. Good. I I actually am excited to talk to Dave. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm here. Yes, so um, I guess I'm just going to, I don't know how you could read it because this is a radio show, so I am a Sag. I'm December 16th. Okay, D- December 16th. Do you need 16th, my okay. year? No, that's fine. 19- you're a late Sag. You're a late Sagittarius. Yes. So you're about a 26 degree Sagittarius. Um, uh, and right now in your chart, you know, Saturn is in, is in Sagittarius, but you're not going to be affected by Saturn for quite some time because it's only at three degrees Sag, and that's not going to. And it's even going to go back into Scorpio for a while, so. It's not going to be for a couple of years before you're affected by um, some of the, you know, in some cases, the harsh reality of Saturn, although Saturn teaches us to be more disciplined as well. So um, what's been going on with you? It's interesting because you described the Virgo and the Aquarius. My moon is Virgo and my mm-hmm. rising is Aquarius. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I've had a rough couple of years that's for sure with the aquarius rising yes that's for sure right right that's yeah. sure. what and you know your degree uh rising sign offhand i don't know i think it's like a two okay just right at the beginning two or three something like that okay so a few years ago you had saturn going over your ascendant and that was it made you you know when saturn goes over a person's ascendant it makes them more disciplined in their life Yes. They have to learn responsibilities that they've been neglecting for the last 24 years. And this is true for everybody when Saturn goes into the, their, over their ascendant, into their first house. So that's right. just you. Um, are you. Are you doing any better now? Yes, I'm, I'm finally feeling a, me, a, a lot better in the, in, since 2015 started. But it's been a your, rough, rough, yeah. rough. Do you know your, do you know your moves? You said your moon sign was in Virgo. Do you know your degree? No, I'm not sure of that. Okay, well, Jupiter's going to go into Virgo in August. So, and it's going to be going August 12th through, um, oh, all the way to the end of the year and beyond. 
Jupiter is going to go into Virgo, and so Jupiter is going to go over your moon sign eventually, either this year or next year, and that's going to be nice. That's going to be good for you. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. So for the Sag part, I'm really not affected by, like, do you see anything? No, not for a couple couple years from now, you're going to have Saturn going over your sun. And that's not necessarily bad. It could be it could be good, but it's it's usually um, you know a little bit more makes you more responsible, more disciplined, things like that. Uh, not necessarily bad, but it's a little rougher than usual. But uh, it's not going to be for a couple of years. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Alma, thank you for the call, and we're going to uh, move on to another caller here, real quick. And make sure you guys, please, everyone knows you are. We invite you guys to call back uh, with some feedback. And um, you know, there's always there's always interesting feedback, Dave. Even you've gotten some in the past. I've gotten some. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's see who's calling next. Hi, who's 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 next? Hi, this is Patty. Hey, Patty, how are you? I'm fine. I'm enjoying the show. Um, I have a, a relationship question. Um, I've been uh, met an old friend of mine, and we're friends. And I was just wondering if this will develop into a intimate, loving, caring relationship. Okay, um, Patty. What's what is your birth sign? Uh, Libra. And what um, what do you know? When is your birthday? September thirtieth. Okay, so you're a very early degree of of uh, Libra. You're actually let's see, seven, eight, nine. Did this, did you have a, when did you start this relationship with this man? Um. It, well, it's been sporadic, but um. It's been on and off for a couple months. It's like once a month we see each other. Now it's turned more into um, weekly, but with with a group of people. Okay. Um, I wonder if you ran when you ran us went into Aries. Well, it's been in Aries for a while, but I wonder when if if by any chance a few months ago it was was this a sudden change of events with the two of you? Um, I knew him 20 years ago, and then um, we met last August once, and then we met in September, and then it wasn't until, like, November, December we went once, once, and now it's a little bit not so, well, like I said, about once weekly and Mm -hmm. for the last three weeks. So it's been coming, though. Are you? Uh, do you want this to become more serious, or? Oh yes, yes. Okay, uh, and he's—he <clears throat> he sounds like he's kind of reluctant. Uh, well, he got divorced last July. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, you're—you you, you have Pluto and Capricorn, and it's squaring your sun sign. Maybe a little past squaring your sun sign. I would think it's gonna. I, you know what I think? Honestly, this will emerge into something more serious, but you're going to have to take it slow. Okay. Um, Is there a time frame? Like how, how slow? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm 62, um, so you know we can't go too slow. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I would say I would say probably later in the year. Okay. Later in the year, it's it's going to be. I think it's he's coming. Do you know what is his sign? Uh, Capricorn. Oh, he's got Pluto on his on his. Sun sign. What, what do you know? His birthday? Uh, no, not exactly. Nineteenth or twenty-second? I'm not sure. Okay, so he's late degrees of Capricorn. 
So Pluto's not quite on his sun sign. I I just think, um, you know, Capricorns are slow in in <laughs> seeing things develop. You know, they are they take things very slowly. They're very patient. I think it will. I think later in the year you're going to see something develop, but um, I I don't I wouldn't worry about it. I think it's I just you just don't want to rush it with a with a Capricorn, especially one who has just got out of a marriage. That's beautiful. So. So, Patty, please let us know um, how that turns out. All right. And then uh, we've had some people that have been online for quite a while, so we're going to uh, see who we have next here. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello. Hi, who is this? Can you hear me? It's Peg. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Peg. How are you? I'm good, Jor. How are you doing? Oh, my God. So well, so well. So, Dave, this is a good friend of mine from uh, years gone by, and I mean ages okay. ago. And um, so, so Miss Peg, we've got a lot of callers online here. Um, what We're going to ask for one specific question, and then, um, and then do you want to ask it to Dave or... Well, you can listen in, Jor, but if, since it was Taurus, and I am a Taurus bull on May 4th, I just thought I'd Man. get his feel on what's coming up for me. My son is Taurus, my Cancer is the Rising, and my Moon is Aries. And do you know? Would you happen to know your degree of your Moon in Aries? No, I looked. I didn't see that here. Sorry. Okay. Wow. Um, and you said May 4th, did you say? Yes. So you're about a 14 degrees of... Capricorn, uh, Taurus, Capricorn, Pluto and Capricorn is trining your sun. Uh, do you feel more of a sense of being in control of things right now? Somewhat. I This is Jory's end of it. I kind of feel like there's this negative entity around me all the time. Like I'll mm. get to mm-hmm. do something, I'll start it, and then this entity comes along and makes sure that everything falls apart. Mm. It sounds, I know, sounds weird. But it's like I take no, a step really. forward and have to take two steps backwards. And um, yeah. I'm retired, so, yeah, I'm a little more in charge of my life now, which is great. Yeah. Well, that's the Pluto. That, that Pluto in Capricorn training your son, is, that has a lot to do with, because it's in Capricorn, Pluto, it has a lot to do with one's career. So being that it's training your sun sign right now, in fact, it's right there, training it, uh, you should be a lot more in control of your your work, your destiny, your career, or or, or not career if you're retired. And whatever you want to do, um, I think the door is kind of open for you. So I, I take advantage of this time because if, reach down inside yourself and find out what you really want to do, or, or maybe you already know that, what you really want to do. Now is the time to go after it and pursue it and don't hesitate because – this, the Pluto is really working well for you. As far as this entity, I'm not real sure. Maybe, maybe Jorianne can give you a little bit more of a heads up on that one. Yeah, I you know you pick uh, up anything, Peg, I would say, Well, I would say we could probably uh, you know talk offline later, and mm-hmm. um, so if you want to give me a call, then we can uh, we can talk about it. You know, if you want to call me during the week. And again, I'm going to shoot my number out there for everybody. It's uh, 219-940-9292. Again, 219-940-9292. 
And, and again, Dave, you know that I do exorcisms, house clearings, uh, and it's amazing because mm-hmm. you can tell the difference when you have something in your house. You can tell something. You can tell when there's something on you. Once it's off, you know, just like Linda was sharing with us tonight, a big difference, big, big difference. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Peg, good to hear yeah. from you. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you during the week, okay? Okay, I'll keep listening. And everything Dave said about Taurus was almost right on the mark with me. Amen. Good. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Okay, we'll talk to you soon, Peg. Thanks right, for the feedback. Care. All right, bye. All right, bye. You know, always good to get that. Always good to get that feedback and stuff. Um, sure. All right, let's take a peek here. All right, I want to make sure I get. There are some people that have been on for a long time holding. So, uh, all right, let's go to this caller here. Hello. Caller, hello. Welcome to the show. Hello, Jorianne. Yes, hello. who is this? Oh, it's Axel. My name's Axel. Axel, how are you? Hi, Axel. Uh, hi, Dave. Okay. All right. I'm calling in. A, I'm a Taurus. Yes. I'm Taurus yes, night. And uh, my birthday is April the 20th. Yeah, you're very early, Taurus, right? Mm, yes. Well, happy uh, birthday, Axel. Well, thank you. That was, uh, yes, thank you That's very right. much. That's right. Happy birthday. Just last week. <clears throat> yeah. And to um, all the other, listen to me, and to all of our other Taurus friends, Peg, and the other uh, gal that called up. So happy birthday to y'all. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> you're welcome. You know, Axel. Axel, you're going to have some really good things going on for you in August. I hope so. Because Jupiter, Jupiter is going into Virgo okay. on the 12th of August, and it's going to be at that whole month, the whole rest of that month, from about August 12th to the end of the month, Jupiter is going to be in 0, 1, 2, and 3, 4 degrees of Virgo, trining your sun sign. So okay. you're... Your confidence should build. You should really it's take advantage. Of, yeah, you should take advantage of that, of the August, the last half half of August, because okay. you know you, you're going to feel your health should improve. Not that it's necessarily bad right now, but yeah. it'll improve. That'll improve. Your prospects should improve. Everything should improve. Whatever Jupiter, Jupiter is considered to be like the great benefic. In astrology, it's our, it's our most fortunate planet, and all the Earth signs have it good in August because um, Virgo is an Earth sign. So, for Virgos, it's con- Jupiter is conjuncting con- their Sun sign, and for Capricorns and and Tauruses like yourself, it's going to be trining your Sun sign. So, you know, it's it's you're much more relaxed, much more confident, much more at ease in that time frame, last half yeah. of August. So, whatever it is that you want to do. Whatever it is that you want to take advantage of or get moving, that's the time to do it. Now, don't forget, Jupiter is trining your sun. That doesn't trines don't give you a whole lot of energy, but it's very, very fortunate and easy energy. So you have to kind of push yourself a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm lacking now. Is energy is very low, and and I'm wondering why. What's holding me back from getting another job? It's been uh, yeah. Well, I think well, take advantage of the the, the August time. I know that's the summertime, and that's usually when people want to relax and go on vacation. And it's not a bad time to do that when Jupiter trines your sun. But, you know, I would think that if you put out a little bit more effort 
around that time. See, it's all about timing with astrology. Yeah. So if you put out put out that energy in in August, I'm not saying for sure that you're going to get a job, but things should look. You're going to feel more confident. That's let's put it that way. Yeah, that's that's what uh, was dwindling right now. My uh, yeah confidence and energy has been uh, you know down the slope. Well, that'll pick up. Yeah. That the energy will pick up too in in August. That should that should be on the upswing by that time. So you know, I got these apps, you know, All these right. irons in the fire. The and you know, these job prospects will be fine then, I guess. Yeah. In August, I hope. Yeah, All looks right. looks a little bit better there then. Okay. Good. Well, All right, Axel. Thanks very nice much. From I, you. I should talk to you, Dave and Jory. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. All right. Yes, yes. and we'll be seeing you soon, uh, Axel, because you'll be coming to the class, right, this weekend? Yes, yes, I will. I'll be there. Yes, you will. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> All right, well. Oh. Um, okay, well, that was just, I was going to, you know, ask about why is, what was holding me back all this time about the, uh, you know, the moving forward with another job. You know, it wasn't right, materializing. right. Right. Well, it's a good thing, like Dave said, to take advantage of the August uh, August time, and then you'll see, you know, this next several weeks probably how things will be altering and shifting for you. And uh, because again, you know, astrology has a lot to do with mood changes and you know, new doors opening and things like that. So, well, we'll talk to you this uh, this Sunday, Axel. Okay. Okay, Jorianne. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank, All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So as you know, Dave, I do the psychic development classes, and um, I always did the last Sunday of the month right before the last Monday uh, seance. So I had to shift it this, this week only, so I'm having my psychic development class this next weekend. So okay. very, very fun. All right. Yeah, that sounds, well, that sounds um, good. And for people that want to join us uh, for the psychic development class, it's one, one day a month, and, again, you can call me uh Two one nine nine four zero ninety two ninety two. Dave, would you please throw your number out again for people or your ad, um, email address and stuff? Yes, um, it's Astro Gunning A S T R O Gunning, G U N N I N G at sbcglobal.net, or they can contact me through Planetary Vibrations one word dot com. That's my website. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's see who we have next. Hello. Uh, this is Jorianne. Hello. Hi, who is this? Hi, Jorianne. Hi, Jorianne. This is Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? Hi, good. I have a question about love. I am a Capricorn, December 23rd. My boyfriend is a Cancer, June 26th. And we've been dating a while, and I want to know, will he propose this year? Hmm. Okay, so December 23rd, you said? Yeah. Okay, so you're early degrees, six, seven, eight degrees of Capricorn. Um, again, that I'm going to say the same thing to you. With August, that in the second half of August, when Jupiter goes into Capricorn, um, if, if nothing else, your own confidence lifts. Mercury is going to be in Capricorn. I'm sorry, uh, Jupiter is in Virgo, and Mercury is going to be in Virgo as well. Um, 
that's very good for you in August because it's trining your early degree of Capricorn sun. And let me see um, what else is going on at that time. Uh, that's Again, I'm just going to say August looks really good. And, boy, Venus in July is just beginning to come. It's, it goes in the Virgo, then it comes out for a little bit, and then it goes back in the Virgo in October. Boy, I would say anywhere from August to October, especially in October when Venus goes in the Virgo. See, a lot of plants are going in the Virgo in huh. um August, September, and October. Now, I know you're a Capricorn, but see, all those planets in Virgo are going to try and make really good aspects to your Capricorn sun. So that time frame for you between August and October look good. Now, I'm not saying for sure that he will. And you might want to do a little bit of, you know, prodding and pushing or hinting or whatever the words you want to use here yourself because he may just need a little bit more pride. What's his sign, do you know? He's a Cancer, June 26th. Oh, that's right, you said a Cancer. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cancers are a little cautious. So, um, like I say, if you want to do a little bit of um, hinting around and, you know, laying hints, things like that, uh, during <laughs> those months, that will help mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, and I, I'm going to add. I'm going to add to this, Suzanne, for you. Um, I would. This would be the time to go ahead and start really um, ramping up uh, things with, you know, maybe wearing your red colors and your pink colors, and wearing the the uh, pink stones for love, red stones, diamonds are good, rose petals are good, you know, and you know, for you guys that know candle magic. Two weeks before the bring cycle, two weeks before the full moon is the bring cycle, start doing things with um, with your love candles, your love prayers. And that really does start pulling people towards you. You know, it and it makes you even, I don't know, I don't know what it is, Dave, more attractive maybe? <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, that's it, what I'm saying. You know, I like to use all of it. I like to use all yeah. of it. So, Suzanne, thank you for calling. And uh, let us know what happens. All right. Well, let's see. Let's see who we have here. Hello, caller. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Who is this? It's Sal. Is this Sal? Sal, how are you? Fine. How are you doing? Hey. Good, good. So what's your question tonight? Well, I I got a question. I, I got prescription sunglasses. I okay. always take them off and put them in my back, and they're gone. And I don't know where they possibly could have gone. And it cost me $250. I was going to buy another pair, but my son said to hold on to call you, see if you could help me. I oh, don't no. know where you misplaced them or my granddaughter got them or what happened to them. Wow. So... So you're talking about um well I hate to I hate to ask you this, but do you think somebody could have taken them? No, because I keep them in in my case in my truck and I bring them home and that's all they go. I only use them when I drive. Okay. Sal, what's what is your birthday, Sal? Eleven twenty nine. Oh, so you're Sagittarius? Yes. 
Oh, Neptune okay. is squaring your sun. Yeah, you you definitely you definitely lost them. Neptune squaring the sun. Usually, people things like that happen where things are either confusing or you know, I, if I were you with Neptune squaring your sun, if you can remember, you have to. I mean, you probably already did this, but did you kind of go back over your steps? Oh yes, I've gone searching, tearing everything apart. Because like I said. The only thing I do is wear them, put them back in my case, and come home with them. I don't wear them out anywhere else, just for driving. That's all I do. And and I went well, to go Sal, get them out of my case. Go ahead. Sal, I don't know if somebody picked them up and moved them on you, but I also feel somebody else may have touched your glasses. So I'm I'm going to request that you ask around. Yeah, that's the same feeling I get. That somebody may have—I'm not saying stolen, but they—they they picked them up by mistake or um, might have moved them on you. Anything? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but just just just—I so, so. don't put them anywhere. I when I take them off, I put them in the case. I, I mean, I, I never because I wear them. I I don't set them down because I—they're my prescription glasses. And then other than that, I will switch over to my regular glasses. So I don't like take well, them Well, here's the thing. So is the whole case missing, or just the glasses from the case missing? That's just it. When I went to open the case, the case was empty. And I'm like, what? That's like unusual. And, yes. and that, that is like totally unusual. Yes. So I, I'm gonna. I I'm get gonna, the feeling you missed. I can them. only. I can only. I can only share again. I think somebody may have somehow, if you didn't put them in the case properly, or whatever might have happened. I mean, I personally feel somebody else around your glasses, Sal, and uh, I'm just going to say call us back. Check around. Call us back. Hey, Dave, you know what? It's almost getting time, so I want to make sure yep. that I make sure that everybody has your information. Uh, this okay. time flies so fast. So, Dave, how can people reach you to get a full in-depth chart, either of them uh, a comparison chart between them and a, a sweetheart, a lover, husband, wife, or their, even their pets. How can they reach you? Well, and as, I just should mention one other thing. Um, and there's a chart, a chart, kind of chart that I do. It's called a horary chart. It's exactly for the same thing that Sal was talking about. When you lose something, you can ask the, a question, where are my glasses? And at the exact moment you ask the question, the date, the time, and everything, you've got to have the exact time and everything, you can set up a chart for that moment, and that chart will give you insight as to where they, they may have you may have left the glasses or where they may be. So it's called a horror rarity chart. Oh, my God, chart. how great is that? Yeah. Wow. It's uh, very effective. So people can reach me at planetaryvibrations, one word, dot com, or astro, A-S-T-R-O, astro gunning, all one word at sbcglobal.net. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And mm-hmm. and again, you guys, for more in depth reading, you can reach me at two one nine nine four zero ninety two ninety two. You can call to set up an appointment, uh, get a seat for our seance for the last Sunday of the month, uh, join us at the psychic development class, get a reading, an exorcism, whatever you need. Um, Dave, thank you so much for joining us again. I can't believe this time is closing, but this this is the end of the show. Yep, we're at it. So, yeah, yeah. 
So what a great show. And I want to ask you guys, um, make sure you join us right here again next week, Your Psychic Connection with Jory and the Coffee Psychic, Blog Talk Radio. We love you guys. And Dave's going to join us again next month. We'll see you guys later. All right. Take care. <laughs>